Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, I'm Kim Wendy, owner of PassionateHorsemanship.com and creator of Win With Your Horse. I have 40 plus years of experience working with horses and I teach equestrians how to achieve greater success by developing a deeper connection and communicating more effectively with horses. You can find out more about the products and services that I offer by visiting my website at passionatehorsemanship.com. In today's episode, I'll be talking about clicker training horses and how to get started clicker training your horse. I want to thank all my live listeners. I appreciate each and every one of you being here. And I also want to say thank you to those who listen to the replay. I know your time is valuable. I do appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you found this podcast valuable, I would greatly appreciate it if you would share it with your friends. Now, on the clicker training horses and how to get started, um, you know, there's myths out there from people that say, you know, clicker training, it just teaches a horse to bite. Clicker training is just all about teaching a horse tricks. Well, you know what? Just like with any tool, if you don't learn how to use it properly, there's going to be problems. So if you decide to do this, learn how to use it properly. You know, you can go and you can watch all kinds of videos and you can get some ideas and stuff, but there's going to be things that happen along the way that you're going to need help with. So be sure that you get in touch with a professional to help you because I'm telling you, this is a very effective and powerful communication tool. And the thing is, I understand it's not for everybody, but those of you who are looking for a really effective way to communicate with your horse, I encourage you to really look into this and I can help you get started. Now, The, the trick part, there is a time and a place for the tricks, but my program, I focus on putting a good foundation on a horse. There are certain things that a horse needs to, to know um, so that they are a good horse, what you call horse citizen. <clears throat> because what if something was to happen to me, I want my horses trained, have the foundation down so that it, if they went on to somebody else, they know those principles, and I taught it to them without having force, fear, or intimidation, and they truly understand it. If I taught them nothing tricks, I don't, in my opinion, they're not as marketable. I don't have a movie horse. Now, like I said, there's a time and a place for tricks, but I believe in putting a good foundation on a horse. So to get started, you're going to need uh, – tools, which I talked about in my last episode, so if you didn't hear that, go back and listen to my last episode, and I'll share with you the tools to get started, but you're going to need the clicker, a treat bag, treats, and a target. Now, when you start with the clicker training, you are going to, I always tell everybody, you're going to start behind a protective barrier. I don't care how sweet, docile, gentle your horse is, start behind a protective barrier. And if I have a horse that is really food aggressive, I don't start out with clicker training. Surprise! Some people may think, oh, my gosh, what? 
But no, I wouldn't start there. I want to be able to get that horse out of my space. Food aggressive, I just wouldn't start with clipper trading. I want to start with the boundaries and making sure that I can get them back out of my space. But again, I always start behind the barrier. So what I have them do is I have them touch that target. And, you know, some horses, when you first introduce them to the target, they're kind of like, ooh, what is that? Because it's something different. And my target is I took, I bought a little pig stick at the farm and ranch store. I cut up a pool noodle and glued to the end of it. That is my target. So it's a little bit longer. I think it's about, mm, I think it's three feet, and then the pool noodle on the end of it. So I just stick the target out there, and I get him to touch it. <clears throat> now, if the horse was scared, and it's like, I'm not going to touch it, you don't have to just keep standing in there waiting. It's like, oh, my gosh, when are they ever going to touch it? No, just putting it out there and then looking at it is when you can just click and then offer the treat to them. Now, again, in the beginning, getting this all together, you might feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm just fumbling around. It's okay. You're learning. The horse is learning. But it's a communication tool. And the clicker, the minute you use that clicker and click it, it's saying, yes, that's what I wanted. So I stick my target out there. The horse looks. I click. And then I give them a treat. Now, I give my treats by hand. If you feel more comfortable, put it in the bucket right there on the fence. And I just keep doing this over and over until they understand this is the beginning of starting that communication of showing them what you want. So again, put the the target out there, they look or they touch, you click and you treat. Every once in a while, you might run into a horse that is kind of scared of the clicker noise. And so what you can do, what they call charging the clicker, which you can have, a you know, your feed bucket there. You click, put a treat, click, put a treat, click, put a treat. You can do something like that. They start getting used to that noise. But I always start out with a clicker, period. I don't care what. And then I switch over to using a different type of noise. But like I said, for me, I don't care what horse it is, start behind a barrier, and I use a clicker, and I always have a treat bag. And when I'm done, I take that treat bag off, but I don't want to put the treats in my pocket because when you have the treats in your pocket, and then you go back to be with the horse and you're not, you know, training for anything, they smell those treats in your pocket or where the treats were, and that can set them up to start wanting to search you and mug you. And that's why I don't like having treats in my pocket. I want to set my horse up for success. All the things that I do, I always think about, am I setting my horse up for success by doing this? Or am I setting my horse up to fail? So I always approach every situation from that angle. And the other thing I do is I always make sure what is my intention for the day and I stay focused. Because horses live in the present moment. They're right now what's happening. It's not, you know, I wonder what's going to happen tomorrow. Or, you know, last week, remember when 
you know, that other horse kicked me and stuff. They don't do that. They're in the moment right now. So you need to stay in the moment, and you need to have the intention of what am I going to do. Now, the other thing, too, is when you're doing the clicker training is to start out with short sessions. I mean, five minutes. If you can only, you know, you only have your horse's attention for three minutes, then three minutes. But I I don't tell people in the beginning to really ever go over 10 minutes with a session. Keep your sessions really short, you know, five to 10 minutes. And what will happen with some horses is that you'll be working on the targeting because, again, this is where you start all horses at with targeting so they understand the communication, is they will just walk off. And be like, ah, oh, here's some grass over here. That's your signal that I'm done. I've I've had enough. I you know, not taking in anymore. Just walk away. It's okay. You don't have to sit there and think, oh, well, we've got two more minutes. We need to finish that. No, you don't have to do that. So, just go with what the horse can do. Like I said, five or ten minutes for a short session. And, again, you can find out more information by going to my website at passionatehorsemanship.com. And I have a six-week online course that people can go through that course and really get the, some of the foundations down and get going in the right direction. And you will get some of my help in there, too, because I want you to be successful. But you can find more information on my website at passionatehorsemanship.com. And I can also help you one-on-one through video lessons if that's what you're interested in, too. What you will do is to get started with the clicker training. And, you know, it's something that you can incorporate with, like, the training program that I used to have. I came from doing natural horsemanship. And I incorporated clicker training when I found it into my program. And what I eventually do is I phase out the click of the tree because I show horses and you can't go in the show ring clicking and treating. So I phase out the click of the tree and I add in a cue to the horse so that later on, you know, it's like you don't have to have that. Now, you use the clicker training to reinforce or reinforcing behavior or teaching new one is what I do. So if I want to make something stronger, I'll go back to using the click in the tree. <clears throat> but through this, they're going to show you they understand. And that's why you start out with targeting because that's the first thing that you do is setting up that communication for them to understand. So again, it's you take, you put, you introduce the target to them and you know, you can do something else. I, I just chose to get the little pig stick and put the hot, uh, the full noodle on the end of it. But I've seen people use Coke bottles. I've seen taking a, a cone. I just choose to use this lightweight. I can extend it out further and stuff like that. And so <clears throat> you enter some to the target, showing the target. I mean, you can even put a cone on the ground. I've done that with the horse. Just put a cone down on the ground and get them to start touching it. And then I give them the treat. Of course, I click when they touch it or they look at the cone, and then I give them the treat. And this is how they understand by when you click, when they touch that cone and you click, it's basically saying, yes, 
That's exactly what I wanted. And then you reward them with the treat because that horses are motivated by procreation and food. So that's why this is so important. It's their, the treat is their paycheck, okay? So setting that up to do that and, again, work behind a protective barrier. This just, I'm all about safety. This is going to keep you safe, and it will help to not start setting up any bad habits because there are horses, too, that even though you haven't put your treats in your pocket, they're going to start searching around and going, oh, what do you got? Oh, this is exciting. I like this. I want more food. And so that's why you keep them behind the protective barrier. Now, if you don't have a stall to put them behind, if, is there a fence that you could get between you, you know, and <clears throat> do it that way? Um, you can put them like in a round pin, something like that. But if you have any questions, just reach out to me. You can find my information by going to my website at passionatehorsemanship.com. Reach out to me with your questions. And the other thing is, too, is in the future, I plan on interviewing some other horse uh, people who do things like high chi or cranial sacral work, things of that nature. Um, if you have somebody that you'd like for me to interview, please let me know and tell me what is the number one question you would ask that person because that's going to be some of the future episodes coming up. I've started making a list. So let me know who you'd like for me to interview. Again, if you have questions on how to get started quicker training your horse, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you and help you get started because it is a fan, clicker training is a fantastic communication tool and it's, it's very powerful. So thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. And be sure and share it with your friends if you found this broadcast of value. Thanks again, and have a great day.